Come, sit by the fire. Listen to my tales as the shadows dance and weave, and I weep stories of adventure, wonder, and woe. These tales could be short glimpses into lives of unlikely heroes, or epic yarns that span many sessions. Regardless, the nights can be long and dark, but you are always welcome to join me in the light of the flames and listen. Welcome to Stories by the Fire. Aaron's journey to save her son Evan from this dreadful world of darkness is nearly complete. All that lies between them and salvation is one final obstacle, a doorway back into the den of the Shadow Dweller, the master of this realm. Will she and her son finally find the safety they so desperately need, or will they succumb to the horrors of the Leaves and Shadows? Leaves and Shadows Chapter 25 Shadows Her foot immediately sunk to her knee below the surface of the dark foliage. She stumbled forward and a scream escaped from her lips. Evan's cry echoed hers. She would have consoled him, but she was concentrating too hard on keeping the torch from falling into the leaves. The countless years of accumulation would provide enough fuel for a firebomb of tremendous proportions. It was not the kind of thing she wanted to be in the epicenter of. She caught herself on her third step down and checked on Evan. His face broke out of the pile of leads with a gasp. Fat tears fell onto her shoulder as she visibly fought for self-control. It's okay, honey. I have you. I'm right here. Where did they go from here? She knew that they were supposed to enter this place, but she had no idea where she should go from here. Slowly, carefully, she climbed down the incline, holding on tight to Evan's hand. Slam! The metal door produced an explosive thunderclap as it crashed shut behind them. They both jumped and cried out in unison. Evan lost his self-control and reduced to full-out sobbing. Aaron steadied her footing and scooped him up with her free arm and slowly began to rock him, rhythmically making shushing sounds. Shh, shh, shh. It's okay, honey. I have you. I will protect you. I have never thought of you as a liar, Aaron. The dark voice's harsh whisper seemed to come from nowhere and everywhere at once. Aaron could feel the cold amusement in its voice, and she felt nothing short of loathing for it. Evan began to cry harder. Don't listen to it, honey. She consoled him. It won't come any closer. As long as we hold this. She indicated the torch. She glared out into the darkness. It's afraid of the light. Because it knows that the light will burn it like it burned the others. Is that what you think? It asked. What makes you think that your insignificant light can breach the surface of my leaves? <laughs> I can travel beneath them and be on you and your brat in a matter of a heartbeat. The sharp rustling of leaves erupted as the voice's owner charged him like a hungry shark. 
Evan let out an ear-piercing scream as he tried to climb higher up on her. Aaron tried to wrestle him into a better hold as she turned to shine the light in the direction of the leaves, rustling, trying not to fall into the leaves herself. Stop! She shouted. Both her sons stopped climbing, and the rustling leaves ceased their movements. She eased Evan down into a better position as she spoke out into the darkness. You can't do anything to us! Now what makes you think that? The cold voice inquired. Now it was time for Aaron's voice to grow bitterly cold. It's really very simple. If you knock us down into your filthy nest, the torch will fall with us, and that will bring light to your world in an awful hurry. That would destroy you and your whelp! It told her savagely. It was her turn to smile. It would. But I guess we'll take you with us. You will take nothing! It snarled. Just let us pass without any problems. We just want to find our way home. The cold amusement returned to the dark voice. The only exit from my den has already closed behind you. When you entered here with your whelp, you have escaped me once, and I do not intend to let you do so again. That little light of yours will not last the night, and I can't wait for it to burn out. I've waited here for an eternity. What is a little longer? When your flames burn out, that is when I will feed. You're lying. Am I? I guess we shall see, won't we? <laughs> Aaron briefly contemplated putting the flames into the leaves just to kill the creature to save them from the fate of being a meal. The voice answered her dark musing. Oh, I don't think that you will want to do that, my dear. It will damn your soul to a fate worse than what I have in mine. The gesture itself will be futile. Your flames will never touch me. And I will return to devour your charred flesh. Mama? Evan said in a small voice. Make him stop, the voice said. Oh, sweet, 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 succulent Evan. Your mother cannot make me stop. Don't talk to him, Aaron shouted, and we will find a way out. Will you? It said with a hint of a sarcastic chuckle. <laughs> this is a big place. And you are welcome to look for your exit. <laughs> I will see you when it gets dark. <laughs> A chill ran up her spine. She nervously looked at her torch. Was it right? The torch hadn't diminished yet. But would it? It was a race against time. And time was not on their side. Without any other options before her, she started to wade forward, looking for a way out. 
She descended the hill that she so arduously climbed out of to escape earlier. As she traveled further into the dark voice's lair, the leaves level rose on her. She soon found herself waist deep through the foliage. Evan cringed openly as his feet and ankles pierced the barriers of the leaves. It's okay, honey. I know you're scared, but I've been in here before. We're going to find our way out of here. To raise their spirits, she kept up the barrage of her encouragement. Her true intent was to distract Evan from any noise that the dark voice made around them. Before them, all she could see was the great darkness beyond a sea of dead leaves in the immediate area. Through her trek, even though the Shadow Dweller had remained silent, she had a definitive sense that it was still lurking somewhere nearby. Evan's expression sobered as he began to look around with an apprehensive vigil. She gave him a smile and kissed him on the forehead. He looked up at her with some surprise and a small smile of his own. I still can't get over how brave you are, honey. She told him warmly. Really? Yes, she nodded. Your daddy would be so proud of you. His expression became reflective as he simply said, I miss daddy. I miss him too. He will miss you too as well. For all of eternity. <laughs> The dark voice said harshly from directly in front of them. Aaron startled and took a step backwards. The rustling of the leaves in front of them grew louder. Your husband will only be left with his memories of his missing life, child. And oh yes, <laughs> his unborn daughter. The nightmares that will ensue will drive him to the brink of his sanity. <laughs> Who knows? You are precious, Scott. Might even contemplate suicide. <laughs> Stop it! She snarled. You watch your tone, Aaron. The owner of the voice moved forward swiftly. She took another involuntary step back. You might upset your dear sweet child. A thought occurred to her with divine clarity. It's hurting me away from the path ahead. The dark thing roared. The cataclysmic howl vibrated through her very marrow. If she was capable of conscious thought at that moment, she would have been amazed at her own ability to remain caught in it. The sudden warmth thrashing down her side of her abdomen told her that Evan could not report the same. Something about his physical sign of terror steadied her, or as her husband Scott would have put it, it put her mama bear up. Not only did the cold maternal anger steady her, it charged her. She could hear the thing rushing them. A bulge of something appeared pressing up the leaves on the outskirts of her lighted path, and it was still coming. Evan buried his face in her shoulder. She said in a surprisingly calm voice, Get out of my way! To emphasize her words, she thrust the torch out in front of them as a shield. As if her words were fired from a cannon, the encroaching thing not only stopped dead in its tracks, but rebounded backwards as it struck. Now it was her turn to press her advantage. Aaron began to stride purposely towards it. Her enemy continued to shrink back from her reluctantly. 
as it retreated, it continued to hurl its verbal assault. I will flay your flesh and make your brat watch as they suck the marrow out of your bones. You will scream your agonies for an eternity before me. It's afraid, she thought wildly. I will show you the true meaning of fear. Be quiet. The dark voice silenced instantly as it, like Aaron, looked down at the little boy that shouted in her arms. Evan glared at the place where it was positioned in the darkness. Me and Mama want to go home. Now go away. Fiercely proud, she looked up from her son at the darkly shrouded thing. I think you should listen to him. She continued to walk forward. The dark thing did not threaten them any further, but she could still feel it watching, waiting. After several minutes, she realized that she was climbing an incline on top of a small hill. As she reached the top of its crest, she looked down the slope and saw something reflect the light back at them. She squinted and the object in question came into focus. She nearly jumped with glee. Down the slope, less than 50 feet away, was the metal handlebars and the cylindrical top of the tube slide poking out of the leaves. She pointed her finger excitedly. Evan, look! Evan's eyes found it much faster than hers initially did. That, that's a slide, is it? His worried eyes finished the question. Is it safe? She answered him with a bright smile. It's our way home, honey. I know it is. Really? His face was hopeful, but disbelieving. She nodded. Really? She gave him a fierce hug. When she released him, she looked at him with tear-soaked eyes. Come on, baby. Let's go home. As she took her first triumphant step towards the final exit, something big and black as the night exploded out of the foliage with the ear-splitting scream of rage and agony and slammed into her. The searing heat mixed with the arctic cold rifled through her, causing her whole being to momentary spasm. In that brief moment, something was ripped from her, and another scream of agony and terror exploded into the night. The transaction was instantaneous. As she snapped out of her painful disorientation, her eyes fell upon something that was bright and spiraling end over end as it fell down in front of her. Her fever mind lashed onto the object's significance just before its bright side plunged into the leaves. A torch! Her mind screamed. Her hand burst forward instantly and she caught the flaming object just before it struck the leaves' surface. As she caught it, the dark voice called in her mind with a triumphant hiss. Your son is mine! A far more terrified scream followed suit. Mama! Evan! She screamed. She sprang around to see the impossibly huge mound rapidly move out of the range of the light. In its wake, the small hand of Evans reached out of the leaves as it too slid into the darkness. Aaron rushed after them awkwardly. She raised her torch for better lighting when something about it caught her eye. She was holding the torch by the flaming end. Its orange flames flickered between her exposed fingertips, but the flames did not hurt her. In fact, it felt warmly pleasant. She grasped the torch with her other hand and glanced at her palm. Her hand did not so much bear any singe or ash on her skin, let alone have a burn. In her head, she could hear her mother's voice repeat, I will never harm you again. It was a message, she breathed. 
Mama! Evan's shout came out of the darkness. Evan! She shouted as she swung the torch down into the leaves like a mallet. The effect was instantaneous. Fire flashed over the years of decaying leaves with the speed of the power of a bomb. The world of darkness blazed into a universe of light. The roar of the flames was mind-boggling. Only a shriek of the purest agony screeched louder than the flames themselves. She rushed through the maelstorm of fire towards the source of the horrifying sounds. Burning leaves swirled out of her way as she rushed forward. The bright fire enveloped something made of pure night. The creature that owned the disembodied voice, the Shadow Dweller, rolled painfully as the light tore away and vaporized chunks of its amorphous flesh. A large, clawed hand of shadow rose up and convulsed above the rest of its burning form before it, too, became nothing but light. She ran harder. Suddenly, something crashed into her middle, knocking the air out of her. Aaron's eyes fell on the smaller form that was clutching her around the middle. Overcome with emotion, both Evan and Aaron fell backwards, laughing and crying in the light. Embers whisked off of them as they looked up at each other, smiling, both of them just happy to be alive. The pleasant and warm flames burned away all their fears and pains that they had possessed only a few short moments ago. Even her unborn baby kicked in what seemed to be a celebratory dance as the flames tickled her abdomen. Aaron patted her stomach affectionately, and Evan followed suit. Aaron patted her pregnant belly affectionately, and Evan followed suit. She took his hand, and they walked down the hill towards the slide. She sat down and placed Evan down in front of her. He nodded at her as he gripped her knees. Wordlessly, she grabbed the handlebar and catapulted the two of them down the spiral. Moments later, they emerged at the bottom of the slide in the park. The brook babbled nearby as the morning sun greeted their arrival. It was a suitable intro. They had just been through the Valley of Darkness. It was only fitting that they should be greeted by the light. Aaron and Evan have finally escaped the world of darkness, safe and whole. Discover how their harrowing tale through the realm of shadows affected Aaron and her loved ones. In this epilogue, Aaron's unborn baby's fate is unveiled after their journey through the leaves and shadows. Thank you for listening to my story by the fire. I hope my tale stirred the flames in your heart in some sincere way. If you enjoyed this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. My other podcast, Theater of Heels, is a superhero adventure following fangirl hero wannabe, Erica Belfry, who found the world behind the mask was not what it seems. All these tales and more are available on my website at ChristopherChansey.com and my YouTube channel. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at patreon.com slash Christopher Chansey. There you can get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May the light of the flames always bring you warmth. Good night.